0: Rome fell. We know it, it is obvious in hindsight. Its fall has been the topic of endless discussions. We know there was a city that formed an empire. It was taken over by liberals who promoted the power of the people and personal freedom. Disease struck, and when it was sufficiently weakened, it was destroyed by barbarians who had migrated in from the hinterlands. Humans are designed to see what is physical. We record events as the history of observable behavior. There is nothing subtle about the fall of a city or even the fall of an empire. What Spain was and what it became could have been quantified. The qualities of an empire and that of a subject nation are the same. It is the quantity of certain factors, their preponderance, that sets empire and colony apart. But what is now happening seems less obvious. At times it appears we are fighting windmills or the miasma of ghosts and illusions. But it does appear we are in some kind of struggle, but we cannot quite bring the enemy into focus. Was it the same for Rome? Yet, elements of the problem appear to be obvious enough, even if they are more akin to symptoms than the source of the problems. No culture can withstand unlimited migration across open borders, living on debt, and the inability to maintain infrastructure and the other necessities of a civilized people. The West is under attack from every quarter, Yet we are told it is just an evolution of culture. The very number and variety of the attacks leaves us confused and disorientated, a fact the other side is not slow to take advantage of. How does mounted a defense when as in the Vietnam War and the wars in the Middle East, the enemy is within our ranks and sometimes behind our backs? Conservatism meant one thing at an earlier point in time. It even had a face or iconic image. This was the employed white male at home with his family and friends, or he was shown at church with his family or even at his job. It was a simple picture and one we could relate to, until it was said we could not longer do this. But that idyllic picture of a white man being a white man treasuring what white men treasured in those times has all but disappeared. White culture and what was the normal life of white people has been made dirty and disgusting and a representation of evil. Our enemies have taken over the narrative of the media and control the captioning of the images shared on social media. The white man and his white family have become an image of cultural bondage, misogyny, white supremacy, racism, and every pejorative the left has devised in order to associate conservatism with all that is wrong in the world. The picture that was the ideal to which we all aspire to has been soiled and no longer serves as anything but something to ridicule and legislate against. In many young people, the idea of a white family fills them with dread, even if they are white. They reject it often they know not why but the concept of a white man with his white wife and white children doing his white job for a white boss in a white place is the same kind of thing as Auschwitz. The difference is they despise the white family and have no idea what Auschwitz is. This is not a hatchet job on the mindset of racialized minorities. They are not the problem. Were they, the problem would be easier to solve. The problem is white people and the degeneracy that has infected them. Self-loathing is a problem peculiar to white liberals. One gets a sense that were white people the only race in the world, this essay would still need to be written. Other races, religions, and cultures surely have an influence on the problem, but they are secondary elements not the primary source of the problem minorities could be considered a weapon of convenience something close at hand that was pressed into service by the left they do not represent the main feature of the assault to be clear we are talking of a white man's problem created by white men whatever else intrudes into the picture was introduced by liberals to back up the assault the white man has been replaced by the black man in the social gestalt If we search images of family, we are provided pictures of gay, lesbian, and mixed-race families and couples of other races. A family is any configuration of persons other than a white man and his white wife and children. We call this an attack on the family. But this minimalizes what liberals are doing. To restrict it to an attack on the family or leave out what is happening with politics and economics, and indeed the church, all that systematically exclude or attempt to exclude white men. Many sports have gone far towards this and the pressure mounts to push this agenda forward. The media is working to promote the idea of all sports being dominated by non-whites. Conservatives claim this, this is a war against whites and a strategic elimination of white men and white culture. But this is what liberals want us to believe perhaps in one sense it is misinterpreting what is happening as a war against white men is not an unforgivable error given the circumstances but the normandy landings succeeded partly because the germans were certain the main assault was a feint and thought the main battle was to take place elsewhere black people are the cannon fodder of the left these are the pawns the main force is attacking the way we think Let us lay out our maps and look at what the ultimate objective of the left is, in detail. In the broadest of senses, the liberal's assault is against truth. But to simply lie and oppose truth is not a feasible strategy. Another way of looking at the battle is to claim liberals' fight to gain control of property. This is in fact a necessary objective. Liberals do lay claim to the entire earth. But still, the control of property is more of a necessary part of the total battle, not the purpose of the war. Liberals fight for ideological domination. They want to own our ideas, our minds. They want to control the way we think. To do this, they have to destroy ideas at odds with their own view of reality. It is not truly the white man and the white family liberals abjure. It is what white men above all people have encapsulated and manifested so well. It was a gestalt liberals needed to pick apart and poison to justify their own position. Which they did primarily through their strongest ally, the white woman. It is not minorities that are the greatest threat to white conservative men, it is white liberal women. In every possible way liberal white women have embraced the narrative of exploitation. In every area, liberal women proved they were systematically discriminated against. Oddly enough, the discrimination followed the line of specialization. White men had the freedom, the good jobs, the money, the sexual freedom, the power, the prestige. It was all attached to the role of men and the jobs of men. All white women had was domestic drudgery and a womb. To be a man was to be privileged. This was provably true because only men were permitted to be men according to the rules of conservatism. But conservatives need to move beyond the narrative of feminism, misogyny, racism, and xenophobia. These talking points are the talking points of liberals. These topics are diversions created by liberals to divert the fight to strategically insignificant battles or areas which they hold the advantage. It will not alter the social dynamic if whites prove they are not racist or xenophobic. That is not the issue. No matter how open we make the border liberals will not think differently about anyone who is a conservative. There is more at stake than liberalizing conservatives. Conservatism has been characterized as a hindrance to progressivism. This is actually true. The white family is portrayed as reactionary. That it is. White supremacy is the preponderance of white ideological memes. White privilege is the preponderance of cultural elements created primarily by white persons. But what is the alternative? If one is a believer in a right and wrong and the existence of a natural way of living, there is none. The white way is the best way not because it is white, but because it is the natural or normal way mankind is to live. Normalcy is not a white issue. The white way of life cannot be replaced by some other way of life. It is important we move beyond the talking points of liberal ideologues and deal in logical facts. The issue is not even about what works. It is a deeper, spiritual issue that could be narrowed down to the question as to if God exists. But this is a question that too easily becomes muddied up in questions about what the existence of God means. To turn the tables on liberals, everything is not permitted. We know that. If it was conservatism would not be opposed and white people would not be attacked. It would be conservatives that would be having problems defending our position rather than liberals. It is not important to know what is acceptable or what is conventional because this answers nothing. Humans are not the answer or the standard. Humans are not the source of ultimate truth. Humans cannot decide what is acceptable or what is conventional except in a limited sense of what they prefer and in the big picture this is unimportant. But liberals think their emotional reaction to stimuli is a good basis on which to establish social policy. But then liberals think what humans feel is important. If a liberal feel he or she is persecuted or hated, then they are. No one, it is said, can dispute another person's lived experience. But this makes it difficult for psychiatrists and those who believe in reality and in absolute truth. What is normal is what is predictable. Predictable outcomes or features of reality are natural to reality. We can live predictable and normal lives or lives that are corrupt and deviant. Deviancy is not simply being abnormal or not normal. Deviancy is the lack of predictability based on the idea that what is normal is what is predictable. But liberals cannot entertain the possibility that some things are not natural because they want freedom from the predictability that is tied to normalcy. Why this is so is because ultimately the thing liberals hate the most is predictability which indicates an ultimate order in the universe. They oppose conservatism and demonize the character of white men because we have managed to approach a large degree of normalcy in the regularity of our society. We have, for better or worse, Portrayed in the fullest sense, what is normal, up until this time. This linkage of what is white with what is predictable and regular is not disproven if liberals only see predictability as a feature of whiteness. But conservatism, as the desire to preserve predictability, has lost much of its credibility by seeking only to delay its loss. What is needed is an aggressive protection of normalcy and a way to push back deviancy to restore a sense of normalcy to Western society apriorism is a belief in the predictability of reality and in fact a measure of truth is its level of predictability a valid proposition gives us predictable outcomes and insights into what is not yet known apriorism assumes reality is logical and therefore inherently knowable it is therefore suggested that conservatism be abandoned as too corrupted by liberal elements and the right identifies itself as a prurian.